Well, Jesus is here. We're here. Hallelujah. Well, sit down. Praise the Lord. Thank you, guys. Hallelujah. That's a good-looking guitar right there, man. I just like to look at it just to know what's there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My little granddaughter got up there singing. Uh, what? No, no, Grandpa need to get up there. Let's go somewhere, girl. Well, we ended up somewhere. Oh, Jesus. I'm happy. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I, I apologize for the rain. What can I say? Oh, my. It's, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. It is a privilege to be here in this pulpit with your pastors, with you, Dr. Fisher and Kathy and their guests and all of you and those of you watching online. It's just a privilege. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't take this pulpit or any pulpit for granted. I've been preaching, seems like, since I came out of the womb. And, uh, but uh, I'm not ever going to get where I just wing it. Amen. And because of that, you know, sometimes I go into solitary confinement. But I'm, uh, it's, it's a good thing. So, we're on this teaching on destination financial wellness. I know that your pastor has uh, labeled this faith refresher or whatever it was. And I can teach faith, and uh, but I gotta I gotta stay in this direction I'm in. Uh, but like I told you Wednesday night, uh, faith for finances comes from hearing. See, so uh, your faith uh, is getting uh, a dose of financial faith. And how many of you could use financial help? Right. And so we found out that educate and guide and empower. Remember that? And uh, Wednesday night, we looked at uh, prepared living, how to invest wisely. Remember that? You might want to go back and listen to those messages again and again and again and again. See? And then uh, last night was a teaching night on uh, what was that? Incline living. Okay, class, that's good. You read very good. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. So go with me tonight to Deuteronomy. Chapter 32. Now, I hope you are understanding that you're being prepared for more than enough living. These are the kinds of messages. You say, well, I'm in debt. I need to come out of debt. I need to hear how to come out of debt. Well, come to church here. Your pastor teach you how to come out of debt. See, if, if, every, if every message I come in here is how to get out of debt, how to get out of debt, well, let's over there. Your pastors are out of debt. This ministry's out of debt. They know, they know how to get you out of debt. Hello. See, and there's, if you're in debt tonight, there's things you'll learn, you'll hear, because the Holy Ghost ain't going to leave you behind uh, in the teaching. But uh, Moses, in Deuteronomy 32, he's prepping the people for that more than enough place, see. And... Uh, Let's go to verse 12. It says, So the Lord alone, the Lord alone, the Lord alone, not the bank, the, the Lord alone, not the credit union, the Lord alone. Oh, boy, boy, boy. Not your, not, not, not your job. The Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. Now, we found out last night, put away the strange gods. Remember that? Put away the strange gods. And again, again, listen to me. If God has you in that uh, uh, lending system, uh, and he's guiding you, then there'll be no sorrow with it. There'll be no sorrow with it. See, see, but uh, don't gamble with, you know, I know, I know people that uh, they go get a 90-day uh, loan and they take, let's say, $10,000. They, they go buy this right here and they sell it for 20 and then they pay it off in, in uh, 90 days and they made 10000 Right? I get that. Understand it. Wonderful. Make sure God's in that. Because all of a sudden, your stuff didn't sell. See? See? Now, as for me and my house, I said this last night. God told me and this woman right here, Mom Alberta, don't you ever get in that system. Now, that's us. So, uh, that way, I can cover all bases. You understand? The high water mark. And I see in the Word of God these kinds of things. The Lord alone. Why does the Holy Ghost put alone in there? See? The Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. Now, the common English Bible says it this way. 
the Lord alone led Israel. No foreign God assisted. I want to talk to you tonight about assisted living. <clears throat> you know what assisted living is? Me and my wife have been living in assisted living for 31 years. Come on now. Right? Assisted living. You know, they have these assisted living places that individuals, you know, when for whatever reason can go uh, live in these places and be assisted on a daily basis with whatever their need is. Well, me and my wife, 31 years ago, left an eight-acre farm and we moved in to assisted living. Can I take you on a journey tonight? <laughs> you like that, huh? <laughs> assisted living. Now, let's back up in this chapter. I'm a, little, I'm a little boomy. Let's back up in this chapter and uh, see some things. First one. Give ear. Now, remember incline your ear? Give. Give. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. Just saying. <laughs> my speech shall distill as the dew, as a small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass, because I will publish. I will publish. I will publish. Go public. I will publish the name of the Lord. Ascribe ye greatness unto our God. That's more than just, you know, hallelujah and, and, and thanking God in church. When you publish something, you're, 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 you're sending that thing into the world. Come on now. Now watch this. He is, he is the rock. Not uh, Dwayne, whatever the name is. What's his name? Dwayne, is it? Johnson. No, no, uh, uh, sorry, Dwayne. What can I say, man? I know you'd be looking like you got all that. But this is the rock. He is the rock. His work is perfect for all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. They have corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of his children. They are a perverse and crooked generation. Do ye this? Do you thus requite the Lord, O foolish people and unwise? Is not he thy father that bought thee? Hath he not made thee and established thee? Now, now we're going to, we're going to see something here. Remember the days of old. 
Hmm. I remember out at the farm, I'm up there in the barn and uh, with the sheep. And remember the sheep story? Two of you. You remember the sheep story? Yeah. Any of them. Pick one. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was up there, and uh, the word of the Lord came to me, and he said, don't you ever forget what I brought you out of. That's why you hear me say all the time, I was a 14-year drug addict, drunk, locked up, 21, 21, 21 years in the bedroom. You don't get, yeah, man, the whole world watching you right there, your moment. You know what they're doing back at Faith Victory Church right now. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. Now watch this. Watch this now. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father. He'll show you. Your elders, they will tell you. Last night we were having church over, over, over next door. And I'm telling you what, Dr. Fisher and Kathy, uh, Dr. Kathy, they were, they, were, they were telling us some stories. See, years of experience, right? And, you know, they got me ignited over there. And we, we got testifying and preaching, and we, we, we were just having church over there. I should have took up an offering. <laughs> Remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask your father, and he will show thee, your elders, and they will tell thee. When the Most High divided to the nations, their what? Their inheritance. When he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. This is the, this is the run-in that we're getting to verse uh, 12, he found them in a desert land. Where'd God find you? Oh, Lord. <laughs> he found him in a desert land in, a, in the waste, howling wilderness. <laughs> He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. Now, folks, unless you're a country boy, you don't really understand apple of his eye. And because I am a country boy, my daddy, my daddy liked orchards. He liked apple trees. And, you know, you could wait for an apple to fall down and, you know, and get to it before the ants got to it. You know what I'm saying? But if you, if you walk around, you, could, you, you, could, you, you know, you could see one. 
that catches your eye. But see, you got to go where it's at. Now see, the, the trick is when you climb the tree, you're at a different level. And you lose sight of where it was. So you learn to climb the tree and keep your eye on the apple. Got it? All right. Now watch this. Now watch verse 11. Has, it's fun in here tonight, ain't it? This is, this is where we need it. This is where we've been building all, all week right here. As an eagle stirreth up her nest. Now, remember, we were talking about this the other night. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, you, you, you know, your nests are being stirred. Your nest being stirred, that's why, you know, we got to get to that prepared place. See? As an eagle stirs up her nest, fluttering over her young, spreads abroad her wings, takes them, and bears them on her wings. In other words, it's time for you to fly. It's time for you to do what you were created to do. Not just be in that comfortable nest and be fed all the time. It's time for you to start spreading your wings and flapping and soaring in the high places. Come on, somebody. Am I talking to anybody? And see, you'll just stay in that nest until that mama eagle says enough's enough. See? Now watch this. Watch this. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God or no foreign God assisted him. He made him ride on the high places. He made him ride. So don't blame me. He made me ride. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, this is called assisted living. He is the rock, not prudential. Well, you better, you better get, boy, we're going to get happy here tonight. He made him ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the now, see, we ain't talking about the increase of the garden. Increase of the garden is the tithes. That's the revelation knowledge that comes to you. But God says if you bring your tithe in, that he'll take care of him. Wherein have we robbed God, the body of Christ, tithes and offerings, garden and field. And he says, if you bring your tithe in and I will rebuke the devourer, so everything that you've sown in the field, in the field, like right now, I'm a field ministry. Are you following what I'm saying? Coming through here, right? Right? And so tithe don't come to me, but you have the opportunity 
fulfilled. And God says, I'll rebuke the devourer so that that fruit won't cast itself before, before the time. Right? It'll come into full fruition. And you will eat the increase. Now, see, this, this is very important because we're going to see something in here. He made him ride on the high places of earth that he might eat the increase of the fields. He made him to suck. Now, how many of you remember the four levels? Two hands. Three, four, five hands. Six, seven. There's four levels of the word, the bottom one being milk, the next higher one, meat, the level over that, strong meat, and the highest level, honey. Honey. That's why when the Lord says, I'll take you into the land that floweth with milk and honey, everybody be able to partake of that, from the babies all the way to the adults. See, are you following this? Now watch this. You'll suck honey out of the rock. Don't forget what we're talking about here. We're talking about the rock. The rock. He is the rock. You'll suck honey. You're flying in the high place. You ain't eating the increase of your field. Your harvest coming in on every wave. You sucking honey out of the rock. Honey's sweet. Victory is sweet. The desire to accomplish is sweet to the soul. Ooh, I just feel something right there. Desires coming in. Desires are being accomplished. Desires are being accomplished. Oh, you better get ready. That's the word of the Lord. Desires are being accomplished. Somebody shout. See, when the Lord highlights something that just came out of a, out of, out of, out of a teaching, it went into prophetic. He highlights it and it just went from a teaching mode to a prophetic. You understand what I'm saying? Well, I don't know if we'll get... <laughs> I'm... I got all kinds of stuff up there. I don't know where you'll get to it. He made him ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the field, and he made him to suck honey out of the rock. This is assisted living. And oil out of the... Okay, we're talking about the rock. We're talking about the rock. See? See, butter of kine and milk of sheep with fat of lambs and rams and ribs and chicken wings. And that, I'm, I'm getting the translation right now. Chocolate cake. 
Carrot cake. I'm in the flow here. Let me. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Y'all leave me alone. That's right. Butter of kine, milk of sheep, fat of lambs, rams of the breed of Bashan, and goats with the fat of kidneys of wheat, and thou did drink the pure blood of the grape. See, we're doing good, aren't we? But then we get this butt. Here comes that butt. Now we're talking about over here. Assisted living, right? Now watch. But Jezreel waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxing fat, you are grown thick, you are covered with fatness. Then he forsook God which, which made him and lightly esteemed. What? Lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. I'm telling you something, folks. I heard a preacher when we were in debt. He was rich. And he, he made this statement. And I thought to myself, eh, it's easy for him to say. But I'm going to say the same thing tonight. He said, you think when you're in debt and you're, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, coming out of debt and struggling with the financial things, you think you have to use your faith there, wait till you're rich. And you're really going to have to learn how to use your faith. I thought to myself, he done flew in in his airplane, and he's he talking all that, you know, here. And the Lord's just saying, you better listen. Well, now I'm here. Now I am rich. Now I know. Because it's the almighty dollar tries to step in and say, hey, you can do this. You can do that. But, the, but, the, but Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is still there. Yes. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he'll what? He'll direct your path. He'll direct your path. God's not this just get out of jail God. Praise God he'll get you out of jail. See, but he wants us over here. It takes faith over here. I'm telling you, it takes faith over here. You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. <laughs> and the only one that knows that is happening up there. Should I stop? All right. They lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. How do you do that? You start leaning to what increase you have. 
the comfortability, the satisfaction. See? Then all of a sudden, you know, well, you know, I, I don't need to uh, be in church all the time. I mean, I, after all, I got, I got things I got to do. And it, pray, I don't have to pray. It, it, it don't take all that. And, and you know, I, you know I, I can just listen to a little, uh, you know, Bible promise book, you know, and just keep it in the dash of my car. And Hello? You better dance with the one that brought you. I'm feeling happy tonight, Kirkland. I'm feeling happy. <laughs> Woo! They lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. They provoked him. Who, do, who, who are they provoking? The rock. The rock. They provoked him to jealousy with what? Oh, brother. Oh, brother. The, 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 the strange gods that didn't bring them out, that didn't assist them. Hello? See? Mom Albert and myself out at the farm. We took communion and we said this. We looked each other in the eyes like this right here with our Bible open. And we didn't know much, but we knew this. I looked at her and I said, if our faith can't get it, we won't have it. Now, see, we got enough jingle. You understand jingle? See, right, to do stuff, but you don't do stuff unless the rock, I'm talking about going in the land of more than enough, see a lot of people think the land of more than enough, boy they laying on the couch, somebody dropping grapes in them and fanning them, the land of more than enough, you're blessed to be a blessing. Yeah, you're going to live extravagantly, but he's blessing you to be a blessing. drive all that. You can't wear all that. You can't live in all that. Hey, not what God wants to do in your life. Hey. Mm. They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods with abominations provoked them, they, him, the rock, to anger. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't. I think the King James just got this. They, they just interpreted this wrong or something. They sacrifice under what? Huh? Huh? Well, what would be those devils? Strange gods. What classifies as a god? Somebody that's given you assistance. Other than the rock. Well, that's deep right there. I know that's deep right there. We're just breaking it down. They sacrificed unto devils, not to the rock, not to God. To gods whom they knew not. To what? New gods that are popping up newly. Man, they got all kinds of things out there. All kinds of little gods popping up out there. There are people in smoke-filled conference rooms contemplating on how to get your money or how to loan you theirs and keep you strapped for the rest of your life. And boy, I'll tell you what, they come up with some stuff. And it takes us a while to figure it out. Once we got it figured out, there's a new, another new God that them popped up. Anybody hear me tonight? But see, if you just step out of that system, stick with the rock, they can pop up all over the place. You ain't my rock. You ain't my rock. You ain't my rock. He is my rock. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost shooting through me tonight. Hallelujah. Oh. I don't know if Exceeding Grace Christian Center can handle anymore. All right. All right. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God. To gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. They ain't serving. Remember, verse 7, remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father, he'll show you. He'll show you how the thing happened. It was the Lord alone did that thing. It was our rock alone that did that thing. Come on now. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not, of, of the rock that begot thee, thou art. Now, I don't know, I wouldn't know, you know, I wasn't no English major or nothing like that, you know. 
obviously. Somebody help me out with unmindful. Give me a definition. Not thinking about God. Unmindful. Didn't even consider. Didn't even cross their mind. Buying that car didn't cross their mind to talk to God about it. Going in that house didn't, didn't cross their mind to talk to God about it. After all, I got some jingle. <laughs> Boy, we in something right here now. Of the rock that begot thee, thou art unmindful and hast forgotten God that formed thee, that got you in the high places, that got you eating the increase, that got you sucking honey out of the rock. Now you're not even in your mind. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters. And he said, boy, 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 Robert, this ain't going to be said about me and you. No, no, no. I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very forward generation children in whom is no faith. Now, you better listen to me. They had faith. They had faith to come out. They had faith to go through. They had faith to go on in. But somewhere's money Prosperity replaced faith. When God says no faith, it's huge. It's huge. Because this is where God gets glory. Oh, yeah, when he brings you out, he gets glory, but you're still broke. You want you coming through the wilderness just enough? Yeah, he gets glory because people see a change in your life, but it's not really where, you know, God is just, they, they, they just see if what you got going on is really going to happen. But when you get over there, this is worth a rock. They know you didn't get here by yourself. Come on now. They, they know that, 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 come on, this is where God alone God alone gets the glory. And over here is where they have no faith because they started looking at other means of increase. That's why when you go up the ladder of success in God's kingdom, he's always stretching you in your sowing. 
You, you, might, you might be at a, uh, and, and don't, don't take this wrong, you might be at a $10 sewing level that stretches you. You might be at a $50 level that stretches you, 100 300 700 1000 5000 10000 30000 50000 100000 whatever it may be see and uh, that never changes never changes he always is stretching you higher why because of the increase and it keeps your faith in him instead of in what you got in your pocket There are times Mama Alberta comes to me and says, we need to sew something. I whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? But see, what happens is uh, expectation. It just, it just shoots up. When, when you're really in this thing, your expectation shoots up when you sow, when, 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 you're, when you're moving in that dimension with faith, and, and you know that something is happening out there, and she'll just say, oh, we, we need, we need. And, and now look, when she says that, we're already sowing thousands of dollars every month. See? But, she, but she's slapping the waters. She's turning the jets up. Come on now. Come on now. Why? Because we're, it's, it's always like this. Always like this until we're called out of here. See? See? So it's not over there, you know, laying on the couch with your remote, missing church. I've seen it happen. See? And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. Well, what's their end going to be? For they are very forward. What's forward mean? Perverse. Perverse generation, children whom there is no faith. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities, and I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. What's that, what's that mean? God going to take somebody that has faith and bless them, and they're going to see that, and they're going to say, man, I was blessed like that one time in my life, but man. Yeah. You're going to be glad you stayed with it, who you stayed with. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation, for a fire is kindled in mine anger, and shall burn unto the lowest hell, and hell shall consume the earth with her increase, and set on fire the foundations of the mountains. That's what happens when you sacrifice the devil. Everything goes to hell. I will heap mischiefs upon them. I'll spend mine arrows upon them. They shall be burnt with hunger and devoured with uh, burning heat. I like the eating uh, the increase and sucking the honey and all that other better, didn't you? And with bitter destruction, I'll also send the teeth of beasts upon them with the poison of serpents of the dust. Now, let me just say this. 
children in whom is no faith. See, I'm, I'm, I'm market like this. Children in whom is no faith, they lightly esteemed the rock of their salvation, and they were unmindful of the rock that begot them. That's children of whom is no faith. See? The sword without, verse 25, and terror within shall destroy both the young man of virgin and the suckling also with the man of gray hairs. I don't even like reading this. I said I would scatter them into corners because this don't apply to me. I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men were it not that I feared the right. You know, I don't like reading the curses in Deuteronomy 28. But every now and then God make me read them so I can get happy. See what I'm redeemed from. We're redeemed from this. I said I would scatter them into corners. That's when you're cornered in life. Well, I mean, you just boxed in. You can't go nowhere. I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Were it not that I feared the wrath of the enemy, lest their adversaries should behave themselves strangely, and lest they should say, Our hand is high, and the Lord hath hath not done all this. For they are a nation void of counsel, neither is there any understanding in them. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. Now, you better watch this. How shall one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand in flight except their rock had sold them and the Lord has shut them up. How would that, how's that going to happen unless the Lord's involved? The rock. Right? Now watch verse 31. Their rock is not as our rock. Their rock's not like our rock. No, 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 no. Come on, somebody. Come on now. So, you have a whole group of people that experience the rock, God, bringing them out, taking them through, bringing them in, and then exchange the rock for these other rocks. Are you following this? I'm talking about assisted living, right? Now, uh, that was good stuff right there, the way. Now watch this. If an individual will be God's assistant to his master plan, God will be their assistant to their personal plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, this goes past being a tither and, and, and a sower. This is assisted living. This is assisted living. Right? Now, I played basketball. And I was fast. But I was little. 
And uh, because I was little, I had to learn to shoot outside. And then uh, if I could uh, pull you outside, I'd drive around you because you couldn't catch me. And uh, in the first team I played on, I didn't know how good I was. So you don't know how good you are until you're in a game. Practice and scrimmage is one thing, right? But when, when the tip-off comes, you're going to find out what you got. And uh, the place we were playing in was a place we practiced in that first game. And uh, I, this, poor, this is before glass backboards. <laughs> Hallelujah. Right? I remember when glass backboards came out, man, we didn't like them. Because everything was different. You know, the way the ball, the ball responded off the glass. Right? And so uh, I'd practiced, you know, just in, in between the coach uh, running plays and everything, you know, we're just out there shooting around. I'd, I'd practice, let's say this is the basket go right here. I'd practice this little thing coming down the lane and just flipping up like this, just putting a backward spin on it, hitting the backboard and going and just goofing around, right? And I got, uh, what? No, it's called Philip. <laughs> Filet. Filet. Oh, he's a guy? I thought, okay. I thought it was some kind of touch. But anyways, anyways, I got, I got to where I knew where the uh, line was, and I knew where the backboard was, and I got to where I, I hit that thing, you know, six, seven uh, times out of ten, you know, and I got to where, you know, just, just goofing off, never was thinking anything about it, see. And the guy that uh, I was running guards with, Ronnie Lane, uh, he was older than I, and he had played uh, uh, more basketball than I had prior to that first game. This is the first game I'm playing organized. Now, I'd played, you know, full-court pickup games and all that stuff. But this is my first organized game, and I'm just, boy, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, right? And not only that, I'm starting. I said, all right. So Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie says, all right, Philip. He was left-handed. I was right-handed. Both of us, about the same size, we fast. We're fast. And Ronnie was an assist man. I mean, he knew how to get the ball to you no matter where you were at. Now, 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 the first play, the very first play of the game, you know, you know, we had this play, and my part was to run, you know, break through the lane. I broke through the lane, and Ronnie's over here on this side, and he's being guarded, and how he got that ball to me, I don't know, right? But I'm just, I'm just running, the, running the play. You know, I'm supposed to come down through, you know, and then hit the baseline, circle back around, you know, all that. You know how you do that. Right? And I'm running down through there. Next thing I know, here comes the ball. 
and I'm right in this spot. Hold filet anyway, hey. I didn't, I caught it and just went like that, right? And the crowd went crazy. I turned around just to see it coming through the net, right? I never saw it, right? I said, well, look at that. I had seven points in the first quarter, right? The high man on the team, I'd end up being the highest scorer for our team that, that, that year. But it was because Ronnie. He was the assist man. I was good at passing, but not like Ronnie. I remember we were in one game, tight game, and uh, uh, Ronnie knew how to draw the defense. He was so fast, and I was fast. And he'd draw the, he was a, he, and he could dribble. And he would draw, they'd try to uh, shut him down, and he would do that on purpose. And I knew when he was doing it, and I knew how to get it open. And he would draw the defense on him, and how he would get the ball to you, it was just remarkable. And so uh, we're, in, we're in this uh, game, close game, and, uh, you know, me and Ronnie, we talked a lot. He was left-hand, I was right-hand, so we had that side, I had this side no matter who's coming down. And uh, uh, he stole the ball. And now they they just, I don't know how many, at least two, possibly three, I don't remember. But they got him uh, trapped when he stole the ball. I take out Ronnie because Ronnie is an assist man. Right? Right? And all I have to do is let Ronnie know I'm gone. And I said, Ronnie! And he just, whoo, over there. You know, just whoo, right? Perfect pass to me, boom. There you go. Won the game, so on and so forth, right? Now watch. In the record books, I'm the high scorer. But it's Ronnie. Come on now. The assist man. Are you following this? I'm talking about assisted living here now. Let me take you back in time. I remember I told you I was going to talk about sports, right? Let me take you back in time. How many of you know who John Stockton is? How many of you know? How many of you know who the mailman is? Oh, you know, see, now watch this now. More people know about the mailman, Carl Malone, than they know about John Stockton. Now, you can go into the NBA records and see Carl Malone, right, in all these scoring, all this other stuff. I think he was second behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in scoring in the NBA, right, right? But he played 19 years with John Stockton. And uh, here we go again. King James ain't got nothing. Not even close. 
I mean, if you look up John Stockton's assists, it's like 15,000 something. It's, it's ridiculous. And there's nobody within thousands of, of being behind him. Are you following? Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Carl Malone goes down as this big high scorer, but John, he never would have been that without a John Stockton. Come on now. We're going down in the record books of eternity, but we're not going to do it without. Come on. God knows how to get the ball to you. Oh, yeah. He knows how to draw the defense to himself and flip it to you to where you score. It looks like you did all that, but it was God who gives you power to get well. Hallelujah. Man. You feel that shoot through here? A good assist man's not selfish. I ran guards. I ran guards with one of the most brilliant shooters that I've ever seen play. And you be wide open underneath the basket. He ain't flipping it to you. And, and, and watch this, and, and usually he's knocking it down. But still, that's not how I was taught to play. That's not how I was taught to play. We're a team here. I remember we were, after a game one time, he had scored something like 35 points, something ridiculous. And uh, we were in the car going, going home, a few of us ball players, and he said, man, you know, uh, uh, that was that was a, a, a good game. And and uh Jim Norton said to Steve, We lost. What's good about that? See he's thinking about thirty five points. We lost. See, and, I, and I took note of that, I said, Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. See? So we're talking about assisted living. We're talking about getting so far over with financial assistance with God that you are living in assisted living. In other words, if God, God's plan for you always requires Him. And the problem is when people begin to prosper, they get into a place where they say, well, I can do this now. Well, you might be able to do that, but God wasn't wanting you to stop there. See? Yeah, it's good. Can I take you just a couple more places? Acts 26. 
Man, I'm glad, I'm glad for the Holy Ghost. Acts 26. The Apostle Paul is testifying to King Agrippa. And in verse 13, he says, At midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth out on the power, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, God knows how to speak your language. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And Paul said, I said, who art thou, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus. Oh, and by the way, uh, you're persecuting me. But rise. Boy, when you have that encounter with God, He never wants to beat you down. He's got a plan. But rise and stand upon your feet. Your feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen and those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee. And here's what I want you to do, Paul. I want you to open their eyes, turn them from the darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins plus an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me, whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. Right? Right? Now watch this. In verse uh, 16, I want you to hear this in the Passion Translation. Acts 16, or 26, 16. Get up and stand to your feet, for I have appeared to you to reveal your destiny and to commission you as my assistant. You will be a witness to what you have seen and to the things I will reveal whenever I appear to you. Oh, how many of you want to be God's personal assistant? So, he wants us to assist him. See, he wants to be the only 
a sister to us. And in doing so, we become his assistant. It says here, I've appeared to you to reveal your destiny and to commission you as my assistant. That's right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody shout about this. We're, we're, we're drawing a line in the sand again tonight. We're drawing a line in the sand. Assisted living. You want God to assist you. Not just get you out of trouble, but to live an assisted living life. And do you want to be an assistant for God? That you can assist others. Yes. See? See? That's where we're at. If you're not willing to have him assist you, then what you're doing is, is, is all you. You understand what I'm saying? When you're helping somebody, it's you. You're taking credit for it instead of God. Yeah, are you following that? Hallelujah. Glory to God. See? Now, the early church, they tried some goofy stuff. They did. I don't know if because uh, the radical time that they were living in where Jesus was crucified and resurrected and you know, over 500 saints come up out of the grave and showed themselves, you know, and, and, and then they watched Jesus go up into heaven and said, you know, I'm coming back soon. I don't know if they just, you know, glory to God, turn the upper room, get baptized in the Holy Ghost, you know, and, but they don't have the teaching. See? And so they come up with this idea of how to do things. And it's being taught. Now, let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. We're in the book of Acts. Over here in Acts chapter 2. They all get filled with the Holy Ghost like our brother did back there. Watch this now. I mean, things are popping. Acts chapter 2 verse 41. You got 3,000 of them getting born again, baptized, right? In verse 42, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and breaking of bread. They did this every day. Well, some, ain't nobody working. Everyone quit their jobs. I mean, imagine what's going on here. They just had a major encounter with the Holy Ghost. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. I mean, people getting healed, all kinds of stuff going on. 
and all that believed were together and had all things and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. Oh, brother. They had all things common. That's communism. That's communism, where we get communism. They were so radically excited, all the rich folk told them, took all their stuff and sold it, and then you got, you know, Lazy Joe in the back. It's pretty good here. I'm going to follow this because it failed. It failed. They sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. What you need? Well, you know, I need me a car. Well, all right, all right. Uh, 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 uh. I'll sell my car and uh, we'll get you a car. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You need a car? You want assisted living or you want a church welfare system? You want a car, then sow into somebody that knows, that, that knows how to reap cars. We've given what, 38 cars, 37, 38. I don't know. I can't keep up with anymore. This failed. But it's being taught in, in, in particular churches. This kind of concept. We were, in a, we, were in, we were in a church where they were preaching. I, I leaned over to my wife. I said, uh, hon, uh, when you see me move, follow. <laughs> I'm serious. And, and, hey, and, I, and, and, I, and, I, and I, love the, I love the people that were, were, that were sharing it, but they're getting off. They're getting off. This is where communes come from. This is where... Uh, you know, the, uh, we just gather up. This word, uh, Jim Jones. Now watch this. They had all things common, sold their possessions and goods. Who do you think is buying those possessions? The heathen. And if they're selling it that fast, cheap. They're just offloading this stuff. See, oh, they, you know, they, you, all right. They sold their possessions good. Now, they didn't learn that from Abraham. See? They sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need, and they continued daily. Ain't nobody working. They continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. But where are we eating at today? Does anybody see this? They did eat their meat with gladness. I mean, it's good. Well, you know, you, you know, you know. Oh, Jesus, help me, Lord. Do I have to do this? Tax return time.
restaurants are packed out. Come on now. Watch this now. They continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness, singleness of heart, praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such to be saved. All right, and then to see the more mouths to feed. They're about to run out. This group, the New Testament church in Jerusalem, is about to run out. Acts chapter 4. I mean, they're seeing all kinds of miracles. But seed time and harvest is a law. You sit there and eat up everything you got. Now watch this. And they're seeing all kinds of miracles of healing. I mean, the power of God is just in demonstration. But see, how many of you know we've had all kinds of healing uh, major ministries, you know, Oral Roberts and uh, William Brannon and on and on and on and on and on. Right? Right? But where's the prosperity? See, if you don't, if you don't have the prosperity, you can't, you can't maintain the miraculous moving. Somebody, somebody got to pay for this. I mean, this conference right here costs money. Yeah, it does. Well, it didn't cost me nothing. I know it didn't cost you nothing, but it cost money. Anyhow. Trying to teach you something. Now watch this. Acts 4. In verse 31, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken. you talking about power. Where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them. Great grace was upon them, but not the grace for prosperity. All right. Everyone in here quits their job. Everyone in here shuts their businesses down. No, no, follow this. How long, how long can all these mouths in here, right? Gas in your car, electricity, right? Whatever else you got going on. And then if we're having all things common, how much debt you got? Oh, we're going to pay that. How much did, oh, we got to take care of that. Hey, how long can we sustain? 
Hello? How long? But boy, we'd be having a party when we started with me. It's not God's way. It's never God's way. It got so bad in Jerusalem. Look over here in Romans 15. They lost everything. Are you there? Verse 25, Romans 15, 25. But now I go unto Jerusalem. That's where all that was going on. Now this is Paul. Paul wasn't in that mess. And God would snatch him to heaven and teach him seed time and harvest in the New Testament way. He would write, Jesus became poor, that we through his poverty could be made rich. Those who sow sparingly shall reap sparingly. Those who sow bountifully shall reap bountifully. That's Paul bringing that. See? See? Peter says some of that stuff's hard to be understood. Uh, yeah. Right? Now watch this. But now I go into Jerusalem to minister unto the saints for it pleased them of Macedonia. Do you remember the group in Macedonia? That broke bunch over there. Heard Paul preach, and they ain't broke no more. They didn't take everything they had and sell it and have all things common. So they're operating in the tithe and seed time and harvest. I'm talking about they were deep. In poverty, your Bible says. When something's deep, that's deep. Now watch this. But now I go in Jerusalem, minister and the saints, for it pleased them that were once deep in poverty in Achaia to make a certain contribution for the what? Where at? So how's that working for you? All things common. That's an oxymoron. Poor saints. What's wrong with that? See? See what happened? They left the rock. And they started looking at what they could do. And I understand. I understand. They did it. They did it out of the compassion of their hearts, you know. And they did it helping one another. I get that. They love. Oh, sis, you need that. Well, yeah, we'll get that for you. And and they, you know, they bringing all the money in and laying it at the apostles' feet so that distribution can be made. I get all of what's going on. They became their own little welfare camp. Had their own benevolence fund. See? Oh, no, 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 hang on before you hang on now. Jesus sitting there 
looking at them, casting stuff in. All the rich men putting all that in. And here come his little widow, put in two mites. Jesus didn't say, uh, rich man, uh, look, that's all she got. We got to have all things common here. He didn't do that. He said, hey, she's about to get blessed. Come on now. See, uh, there was this politician not too long ago talking about spread the wealth around. Hello? And see, if you lazy, ain't got no job, don't want to work, and think, think that this country owns you something, then, then uh, he just got your vote. Hello? Come on now. Spread the wealth around. No, no, no. We, no, no. We spread the wealth around as God instructs us to spread the wealth around. See? So tonight we're drawing a line. You're going to step over into assisted living. Some of you may have all kinds of financial assistance right now. You might be having this and that and that and this and this and that and that and this. That's all right. But tonight you're going like me and Mom Alberta did out the farm. We stepped over. If our faith can't get it, we ain't have, and when we said our faith can't get it, we're talking about the spiritual laws that govern faith. We're talking about seed time and harvest. We're talking about the law of confession. We're talking about uh, the law of faith. We're talking about all these things. We're going to work the Word, right? And if we can't obtain it by faith, I passed up stuff that was presented to me with a catch. See? Because it would, it, because, it, no, no, no. There's a catch to that. Mm-mm. And boy, I wanted it. Needed it. See? See? So we're talking about assisted living. You guys are a special, special, special group of people. There's not a whole lot of churches that are in the flow where you are. See? And what God, how, how he's going to do this thing, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do it. But I know the anointing. And I know when a word like this comes forth, you, it's decision time. What you going to do with it? How you going to act? See? Right? Assisted living. Hallelujah. And I, and I, and I might add, God's, God's good at it. When you, when, when you let him assist you. See, you, you've experienced some assistance here and there. Right? Well, I'm talking about across the board. All of it. I ain't telling you to quit your job and shut your business down. I ain't talking that. Some people, some people, you're, you're, you're called into these career fields. You're called into businesses. You're called into these different things. And, uh, you know, uh, and you might have a job right now that, uh, is 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 very unfulfilling. 
but it fills your pantry. Boy, did I hit something right there, didn't I? So get your seed ready. Your assisted living seed. Well, we sowed last night. We'll stay out of this one. I, I'm giving you opportunity. I'm, 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 I'm someplace uh, where you'd like to be. Thank you, Lord. Cross over that line tonight. Cross over. Assisted living. Hallelujah. God's challenging some people tonight. I know he is. Who's your rock? Yeah, make it like that. This is your rock offering. This is your rock offering. Glory be to God. He is our rock, the rock of our salvation. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. You two come here. You can come all this way just to hear good teaching. You come here to get something. Get something that's going to transform and elevate you beyond, beyond. Glory to God. Lift your hands to heaven. The blessing of increase that is on my life under the direction of the Spirit of God. I release it and impart it to you. Now, Jesus' mighty name. Another chicken. I wish I could do that to myself. (laughs) 
Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jonathan, you and Pastor Kim, come here. I've been hearing this all week, and I've been waiting for clarity on how to release it, speak it over you, into you. Uh, I even got it in my notes to remind me because I've been carrying this for a few days, but I didn't have the uh, ability to articulate it. Resist being inferior by being superior. There's a fine line. Now watch this. Let me explain it. There's a fine line and you're it. Let me explain it. We use the terminology fine line as if, you know, there's a fine line between soul and spirit. There's a fine line between this and that. But what the Lord was showing me is that you're a fine line. That you're going to be so fine that it's going to draw the line. You follow what I'm saying? You are a fine line. In other words, there's people that are are, are in this place of uh, indecisiveness. And you're going to come in. And with what God's going to do in your life, you, you're going to, it's fine what he's going to do. I mean, when something is fine, something is fine. Now, I ain't talking about toleration fine. And so here you come in. You're the fine line. And you come in with the fine to eliminate the line. Are you following this? And so the journey, though it's been, uh, you know, it's had its moments. There is a determination. There's a, an, an anger a righteous anger, determination that fuels your faith. That drives you. That you got to take the bridle off of it. Let that thing run. They already think you're crazy. I mean, really. They already think you're nuts. And you don't wait till you're a millionaire in manifestation to drive 
forward. Slack not. You follow what I'm saying? So you combat being inferior by being superior and know that God is bringing you into the power. Good God. What's a holy moment right there, gang? There are going to be people that will come back that's left. Well, we knew. We knew it. We knew it. And all that. They didn't know it. Or they never would have left. But we're going to love them anyways. I'm telling you, there was a season in Frankfurt where the uh, warfare, the mocking, the uh, accusations were so, and it was meant to just destroy the ministry. And people uh, left the church and, and uh, we, down to a handful of people and just, you know, just... And the devil just trying to uh, annihilate uh, Mama Alberta and my soul. And uh, we drove through that with our faith. Are you following? Are you following what I'm saying? These two right here, they, they, they go to battle for you. They're taking hits that you you think you 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 know I understand you I understand that you fight the good fight of faith, but you don't fight like they fight. You kidding yourself? See, they're in a they're in a different office. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Dr. Fisher, you and Kathy, come here, please. Have no fear. the challenge you've heard from heaven you know what you're supposed to do and you do it now your eldership both of you I saw it in manifestation last night you're too polite around other ministers. I'm talking about the upper echelon. I'm not talking about your sons. You know how to handle them. What you have and experience is valuable. Extremely valuable. And where God has taken you both in this, uh, I don't want to call it a season, uh, it's almost like God's promoting you. 
into a uh, into an authoritative position like you've never had before. Both, uh, thank you, Lord, both uh, physically, uh, financially, spiritually. Uh, I, we're not talking about, I understand the authority of the believer. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about recognized authority. That people are going to recognize uh, you in a, in a different dimension. A higher realm of esteem and respect than ever before. I'm trying to uh, speak to you and hear God at the same time about your business. All I can say is all I'm hearing is a grand opportunity awaits. Now, whatever that means, if a, a grand to me is a thousand dollars, but a, a grand opportunity, I don't know. But me and Mama Alberta, we love you dearly. We pray for you. And I feel the anointing rushing down my ah, Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be refreshed in the name of Jesus. Be strengthened in the name of Jesus.
more time, one more time, one more time. Oh. Love Jesus. Come on, say it. Oh. oh. Father, we love you tonight. With all of our hearts, all of our souls, all of our minds, all of our strength. We love you because you first loved us. And you proved your love, your devotion, your care for us by giving Jesus, your son, to down the cross. Thank you that you demonstrated your love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you tonight for further demonstrating your love by sending the man of God to teach, to teach, to preach, to prophesy, even to correct. Thank you tonight and we receive it all. And God, we want you to know that we love you. Tonight, Lord, our love will be demonstrated by our giving. As we'll give tonight of that which you have given to us. We're saying to you tonight, as we're drawing the line, that we will not turn to the left or to the right to serve any other gods. You're the one who brought us out and you're the one who brought us in. We thank you tonight that God, that you'll be the one forever to assist us, to care for us. You said in your word from, the, from birth until the grave, till all old days, you'll take care of us. Thank you, Father, that everything we need, everything we can hope, everything we desire and dream is found in you. And so tonight as we bring our gifts, we thank you, Father, that, Lord, that you'll see our love and our trust. That this seed will be tokens of our trust. Father, we trust you. We don't put our trust in our jobs. We don't put our trust in governments. We don't put our trust in the money or whatever we have, our businesses. Our trust is in you. So thank you, Father. For the precious opportunity to give, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, bring your, your seed real quick. Come on. Deacons are standing.